I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Illennials Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist. Marcus. Marcus, normally I would do a bit about how you're back and how you're the moist wizard, but we don't have time today. Because last week we had what was considered to be a notoriously slow news week. So I think, Mm -hmm. I don't even remember what we talked about, but I'm pretty sure it was like Sonic the Hedgehog. Not to be fair, it was slow on Monday yeah, before yeah, yeah. anything had happened. Exactly. Last week when we recorded, it was a slow news week. Not not a lot happening. But since then, shit has popped off. Yes. So, I would say shit has hit the fan. Exactly. Jesus. So, start us off, Smith. Uh, give us okay, a look. Okay, well, so for the past, basically since Tuesday night, we've been seeing uh, uh, protests which have turned, I will say this, to, be, to totally set the record straight, the police in every single situation are the ones that escalate to violence. The protesters have not ever started shit with the cops. It has always been the cops starting shit. We are, what we were seeing are police riots. They are not civilian riots. The cops are running wild on civilians across the nation. Mm-hmm. They started off in just Minneapolis, and and they just as down, a, in case you are completely in the dark, no. this is in response to the wrongful murder of a man named George Floyd by a police officer, in which uh, the police officer put his knee on his neck and just kept pressing until he died for nine straight minutes. Yes, Insanity. while four other officers yeah. just watched it happen, and while basically looking directly into a camera, like he yeah. just knew the camera was there and everything, and then just still killed the man. Also, they found some street footage we didn't know about before. They beat the shit out of that man in the back of that police car before they did that to him. So he was wow. already beaten up. Mm. And they and apparently the, the, the cop and him had a history together, sort of. They were both bouncers at the same nightclub. And this was all because George Floyd bounced a $20 check. Wow. We, we joked about this a while back. Remember about who bounces remember checks you could bounce a check? And so now you can't. The cops will show up immediately and apparently murder you in the fucking street if, if you bounce well, a check. If you're black. I mean, yeah. yeah. Fucking Christ. Well, so it started off in Minneapolis and it was pretty. It was, the first night was pretty wild, but the second night was when they burned down the, I believe, sixth precinct in Minneapolis. They took control of it. Yeah. The cops had booby trapped it with tear gas grenades, so the protesters just stole what they could and then burned the place down. And that was a shot in the arm. That was when it went national. And they were protesting Atlanta. And they were in Los Angeles and New York City. And then they were in fucking Philly and Boston. And then they were in Washington, D.C. The last night they were in Aurora, Colorado. Fayetteville, North Carolina. Yes, Um, Fayetteville. Lots of places. Speak on that, Seth. Yeah, so in Fayetteville, they actually, like, burned down this historic building that was like a Confederate monument, basically, um, to slavery and racism. There it is, like... They, they, we, they were just like, oh, we can burn shit now? Awesome. They just 
started burning everything. Which is, I do love how it only took one day before we were like, let's just start burning <laughs> shit. They're like, yeah. any of the time a protest happens in the past fucking 20 years, we protest for like three or four days and then we all just go home. And maybe the police, you know, brutalize a couple people. They're like, you know what, mm. this time we're just going to start burning stuff right off the bat. We're just going to go right to the extreme because we don't have time. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead, Marcus. Oh, well, I was going to say also, plus this pandemic, like, when people yeah. go home, they're just going to sit around and do nothing. Oh, so. uh, yeah. Marcus, you're a reporter on the street <laughs> from one of, the, one of the epicenters. So how's it? how has it been out there? Dude, I haven't gone out there. Because, alright, so, between between the police, like, what seems to be, like, framing protesters, like, I've seen videos of them, like, destroying their own police cars, and apparently they're setting up, like, pallets of bricks, like, around cities and shit. Like, what what kind of fucking setup shit is going what do you on mean? here? What do you mean, pallets of bricks? Like... Pallets of bricks but are just like what? showing up. What? What? What, what do you mean? <laughs> They're hoping protesters will pick them up and throw them at the cops oh. and give them an excuse. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Like, gotcha. Like, there's no construction around where this might have accidentally just been there. The shit has just shown up overnight. Like, hmm. Literally, a random street there will be a fucking pallet of bricks. No one knows where it came from or why it's there. Yeah. That's so. Crazy. It's it's really weird. Like they're trying to incite more violence, so they maybe have an excuse to escalate the violence themselves. Which yeah, it's in fucking insane. It's insane. They did that actually in Hong Kong. They they laid out pallets of bricks for protesters, hoping that they would uh, throw them at cops. You know, what they did instead though. What? Because uh, was real, real quick, so we know to all our listeners out there, the CIA trained all these Hong Kong protesters, and they were definitely an attempt to fuck with the Chinese government. But those protesters, instead of throwing the bricks at police officers, they took them off the pallets and arranged them on the road in little structures to make it super hard to drive police vehicles over them. <laughs> nice. That's, nice. That's what I excitement. assumed was happening with these pallets. I thought maybe they were like putting them in the road, people couldn't drive or whatever. Now, I see, But yeah, I see now. But that is also a good use of them, is to kind of block up traffic. Also, folks are finding like like stashed in strange places like inside of bushes and under shit in their yards they're finding little caches of kerosene and cloth and matches and stuff and addresses on there as well uh and some yeah, people are saying joker our, running this shit what is happening some, some folks say that it's like antifa people doing it i think it's the cops the cops are the ones stashing stuff around so they're undercover plainclothes guys and go around and set shit on fire and blame the protesters. That's what I think is happening. It's either the cops or it is the Joker. And we, he's <laughs> finally arrived. After all of his success in 2019, he's like, I'm gonna actually arrive now. I saw some people dressed as, as, as the Joker uh, carrying a, one guy said a, had a sign that said Justice for George and then a kid wearing one of the a clown masks set off a, a fire in a police SUV in uh, Boston, I believe. Yeah. And it's mm. funny when we talk about the Joker, because I was, the other day I was actually thinking, I was like, you know, the really fucked up thing people don't want to admit is, if this were to happen in, like, Gotham City, Batman would be out there beating the shit out of protesters. And yeah. not mm-hmm. killing them, but mortally injuring them. Um, which is yeah. his specialty. 
Seth, we all saw The Dark Knight Rises. We know. That's <laughs> actually very, very true. Very, very true. And there was a video of a dude dressed in, like, full Batman oh, yeah, armor yeah, yeah. showing up that. to a protest. I thought he was, on, he was on the good guy side. Which, yeah. yeah, he was the protester <laughs> side, which is weird. Thank goodness. <laughs> Otherwise. Well, like, by the way, real quick side note. Remember when Joker was supposed to incite a wave of incel white male violence across yeah. the country? And then nothing happened? Nothing at all happened. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yes, these protests have gone. They've gone worldwide. Actually, there's protests happening in the UK and Australia, Indonesia, places like that are having these protests, and so it's getting crazy out there. And the cops have been uh, not making things better. I'll put it that way. They have no sense of de-escalation. The violence level only goes up, which creates a proportionate reaction from people. Most protesters, think about it, we live in the most armed society in the world. Like, there are more guns in the country than there are human beings. And no no protester so far has shot anybody. Think about how crazy that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, we, we say that, but people are, are getting shot. Yes, Which is, are. they're getting shot with rubber bullets. And people are like, oh, they're, they're non-lethal. And uh, you know what? To their credit... That is true. They are non-lethal. However, much like Batman is non-lethal, they will still fuck you up. I saw a picture yeah. of a girl who got shot in the forehead with one at the hospital, and I mean, she is fucked up. Her whole forehead is just like split two ways, and she's just bleeding out. And, it's, and in the picture, she's been like taken care of, and she's actually like smiling and doing like a selfie, like, oh, I got shot by the cops. But it's still like horrifying how much damage these things can do. Yeah. Also, they are not non-lethal, they are less than lethal. Yeah, yeah, Because they yeah. can fucking kill you. Yeah, yeah. Because you know what? Here's a little pro tip out there for everybody. The cops are not using them correctly. They are meant to be shot at the ground and then bounce up and hit you in the legs to make you to inflict pain and make you go away. They are not meant to be aimed at the chest or the head because that can straight up kill you. Yeah, but um, obviously the cops aren't trained very well. and it's just or, or they just don't care. That's also <laughs> oh, no. very possible. I watched a stream last night from D.C. I watched a guy. He was approaching the line of cops. I mean, to be fair, he was fucking, like, ready to fucking... He wasn't going to throw down. He would have yelled. He was, he was yelling at them. And they shot him straight in the face with a, with a pepper round. You know what a pepper round is? No. It's nah. a new thing to me. It's a pepper... It's, it's Sorry, it's a paintball, but instead of paint, it's filled with fucking uh, pepper spray. Mm. Wow. They shot him directly in the fucking forehead with it. And to me, this guy, like, he, like a champ, didn't even fucking flinch. Um, and he stopped, but he didn't even fucking, like, flinch. And then he pulled up his shirt and he showed his actual gunshot wounds. <laughs> and he was, mm, like, wow. <laughs> yelling at the cops. Yeah, it was weirdly, I, I zoomed in on the video and it was 50 Cent. I was like, oh, wow, 50 Cent's out there. It was like, nine, a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's nine bullet holes. It's crazy. 50, that you? <laughs> and... John Cusack, did you see he got he got he got beat up by the cops. Yeah, he was standing mm-hmm. outside of of the protest line with a, a boombox over his head, <laughs> <laughs> playing anti-police songs, and yeah, he got fucked up. I did hear "fuck the police" being blasted in D.C. Uh, so props to them for that. But just like it's just it's wild, y'all. Fucking the police will advance and they'll beat you down if you don't run. Yeah, there was a then, senator. I can't remember what what state he was a senator of. But he was out protesting, and he got maced and hit. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a he's a black senator, and yeah. he, he he literally posted the, a picture on his Instagram of just him getting maced, and it's like no caption at all. Just this is what it's like out there. 
Even if you're a senator. Well, Lee Carter of Virginia, the, a socialist uh, uh, in office, he identified himself... Oh, sorry, no, I'm sorry, senator. He's a state congressman. Identified himself as such and then was shot with a flashbang round and then tear gas. And he recovered the canister and still has it as proof of what happened to him. Wow. Mm. Also, tip folks out there, do not pick up tear gas canisters while they're fucking putting out tear gas because they get super hot. You have to kick them back. Yes, you can't touch them with gloves. your bare hands. Yeah. Mm. So just a little tip for everybody out there in case you're going to one of these protests. And why... Mary, oh, go ahead. Uh, my question is, why the heck are they attacking news reporters? Because that's yes. another crazy Reporters thing. are getting arrested and attacked. Right? Oh, shit. Yeah, they're like you think. You think that one hundred and one is don't attack the media because they're the ones that are going to be showing everybody what's happening. Yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't want to show people what's happening. <laughs> That's my thought. Which is also funny because, as we've seen from um, some tweets and videos, is that um, they're basically hiding footage. There's a very popular clip is going around now of how um, CNBC or CBC, whoever they po- they had a video of of two police cars about to drive into a crowd of people. But all they showed was them slowly creeping up. And then they cut the video. But in real life, they did drive straight into that crowd of people. Yeah. And it was it's just strange. They're 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 censoring the news and it's I mean, it's really strange. It's so crazy because you'll watch a video, you'll watch live TV of a I mean I mean, not even like a black person, like a fucking white lady with blonde hair getting hit with a pepper round, and then they open up with her camera crew. But the next day, that state news station will be licking cop boots yeah. and saying how they're so brave. So how do you reconcile those two things? Uh, you can buy the media. That's pretty much how it is. I mean, there's mm. with, you know, especially with, well, I think it's like Sinclair Group that is owned by Amazon now. I mean, there's so many corporations that are involved, that are involved in um, making the media. That I mean, because at the end of the day... The one thing you're trying to protect here, just like with the coronavirus, the pandemic recently, is you're trying to protect your profits. Because if enough people are protesting, enough shit's getting burned down, and enough people are starting to to realize how fucked up not just the police, but all the systems that we're under are, the more your profits are going to go down. Less people are going to be working, less stuff's going to be produced, less people are going to be buying. So if you can do as much as you can to control that narrative, then you can keep people docile. Yeah. I gotta say... People talk a lot about looting and talk about the destroying of property. I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. I honestly don't care. I give no shits. It's pretty cool to watch, actually, someone smash the Starbucks window in and destroy their shit. Because guess what? Starbucks is a multi-billion dollar corporation. They'll be fine. Yeah, they can take a hit. Exactly. <sighs> and then some folks want to bring up, like, like small businesses owned by individual people, right? And I'm like, again, I I feel for you. I really do. But I don't give a shit that your store got burned up or that your shit got smashed. Yeah. Because you are part of the employing class of people and that makes you dog shit. Like I'm sorry, go yeah. home. At the end of the Cry day, nobody else. End of the day, all the people like there's so many videos of people who are like trying to defend their businesses who just got their shit rocked. It's like at the end of the day you gotta realize you're after the good guy or the bad guy. And it, I promise you, you know, the the sports bar you started when you were thirty years old or whatever is not worth getting absolutely obliterated by ten to fifteen people. Okay, yeah. it, 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 either you'll get it back or you won't. I mean, but you you will not get your health and your bones back. They 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 will leave. 
True can we talk about uh, Sword Boy and Bowman? Oh shit! So yeah, yeah, I heard, I saw the video of Bowman, mm-hmm. um, which was hilarious because he is about sixty years old. He is about <laughs> three three fifty pounds, maybe more, because he's kind of tall too, and he's oh. just old, and he's like. Pulling out a bow and arrow outside, he, he's oh, driving yeah. like a like a like a '96 Rav Four or something. He's pulling out a bow and arrow, and people are like, "Do you even understand what's going on?" Like, "Fuck you!" And he's like, "Yeah, all lives matter." Now let me take oh. this bow and shoot some of you in the heart because oh. all lives apparently matter. And then yep. I think maybe I, maybe I did. I, it, it wasn't very clear to me. Maybe he shot one arrow, but if he did, it was weak form. Like it probably traveled five feet. And then he was just taken over by a group of people. Yeah, yeah. Because oh he was God. very old and brittle. I do not think he could have actually shot a bow and arrow very well. But it was really funny to see him get taken out because of yeah, his I'm, All Lives Matter stance. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he panicked when he saw like seven people rushing. Yeah. I just love the imagery of yelling All Lives Matter and then being like, and now oh, I, I take some of you out real quick. <laughs> It's, it's so funny too. Later on, he lied to the cops and he said that he was attacked by two black men. And it's like it's like five white guys yeah. jumping at once. Dude, that old race deal, there's like fucking fifteen people jumping on him. Who cares it's, at that point? Oh. You were wrong. There's like a white dude jumping on top of the hood of his fucking car to come after him, and I'm yeah. like, you still just got to be racist though. You still got to lie. And then you were the one that informed me about Sword Boy. Sword Boy. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my God! Okay, oh, that poor dude. So, so, so no, not shut up. He's not poor. <laughs> You're Sword right. Boy. Sword Boy. The, the 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 depths of this story have no ending. He was videotaped. It was first reported by Chuds on the internet that he'd been beaten to death in the street, and from the look of him, he looked like he was dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I was him, I would wish that I was dead because yeah. that oh, that was a man. wild way to go. Yeah, he was so twisted they, up like like a like family a pretzel. Guy character. <laughs> yeah, holy he crap! Like, he looked like fucking Yamcha after fucking the Vegeta <laughs> got done. Yeah, but he they didn't they didn't show in that video though was before that where this crowd was like yelling at him and he ran at them with a goddamn sword and. Mm. The second that he ran into a person, he was instantly disarmed yes. and the shit got kicked out of him <laughs> because swords are ineffective against like. <laughs> I'm sorry, this guy has to have watched too much Walking Dead or anime because oh, at the wow. end of the day, you cannot run into a group of any more than one person with a sword and expect yeah. something good to happen. Unless you but are a really master, and uh... even then, it just doesn't exist. It just doesn't exist. <laughs> you're not fucking, mu- mu- what's his name? Musashi, yeah. or whatever fucking name you're not. You're Jumbo, okay? <laughs> yes. Kira this, this is not an Akira Kurosawa film. You're, you're not going to make something happen. Oh, I would God. just love to see a full knight, him in full knight's armor getting obliterated by 15 yeah. teenagers. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, anybody who thinks that they can do that, I mean, you deserve the consequences. But you you can't do that. And then his sword, it turns out, is a fucking one of those fancy ass like tactical black gladiuses you can buy on the internet for way too much money. Oh and yeah. So the story came out. They said, oh, he owned the bar they were outside of. Well, no, it turns out that he just liked that bar a lot <laughs> and wanted to go defend it. Oh yeah. But oh. even more than that, y'all, he's a neo monarchist. He wants to go back to the day of kings. And he thinks he'll be nobility. Well, they might have they might have rocked him back to the day of kings. 
Holy shit. His spirit might have left his body and got back in time. He has these tweets about how he likes swords and he studied swords because the sword battle is just an extension of the battle of wills between the two swordsmen. Okay. What's that? What was the name of that guy who... Neil Stevenson. Okay, Neil Stevenson. (laughs) Sword fights are the coolest thing. But y'all, it gets even better than that because it turns out he's a an author of conservative like fantasy sci-fi, right? Ooh. But it also turns out that he's more than that. He is actually a brony porn erotica writer oh. <sighs> who's pretty famous amongst brony erotica people. What I, I will never understand the cross section that is like furries. Bronies, insane hentai, random shit. That somehow, one, if you're in those three categories, you have like a fifty percent chance of being a insane Nazi. Like how how what how does that Venn diagram work out? Like, yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, if, any, if anybody out there feels bad this guy, here's those things he wants to ban. He wants to ban abortion. He wants to ban birth control. He wants to ban vasectomies. He wants to ban divorce. He wants to ban, I think it was, uh, literally any kind of sexual education whatsoever. And he wants to bring back the monarchy. So, fuck him. Like, <sighs> fuck. He, I won't say what I was about to say, but he got what he fucking deserved. <laughs> and maybe not enough. Yeah, so the, the, the moral of the story is, even if you are a well-meaning person... You own a small business. You're in a city where stuff's getting looted and robbed. Just leave it. Because it's not going to be worth it in the end. And as if to illustrate that point, did you see who the, the, a man was killed uh, last night during the protests? Because he was in his small business. He was not defending it because there were no protesters coming after it. He was actually feeding the police for free. A black man was shot outside of his own fucking establishment and killed last night. And they left his body in the street for 12 straight hours. Who was he shot there, by? Actually. He was shot with the cops. He was feeding them? This was not at the, that time. He had been feeding They knew who oh, he was. Okay. And that he had been. They gunned his ass down on the street and said he was a protester. Wow. Wow. So that and he's a beloved figure in the community. So that's going to go real well, even his dead body out in the hot sun for 12 straight hours. It's going to look mm. real good. And then... Uh, I can't remember what town it is in. Shit, is it, uh, fuck. Anyways, his name was James Scurlock, and he was a young, he was a 22-year-old black kid, and he, they accused him of breaking the window to a bar with a brick or whatever. The protesters that were around him claimed it didn't happen, that he did not break it, and apparently somebody else broke it. And that the owner of the bar, who is a guy who is well-known to be a huge racist, started yelling... Uh, racial slurs at this kid as he ran away and then shot him in the back and killed him. Wait, the mm. restaurant owner or the bar owner shot yeah, him? the bar owner shot the kid in the back and killed him. Oh my lord. And they just declared he will not be charged with a crime. Oh wow, that that's fucking... God damn it, jeez. Because it's like, if you wanted to de-escalate the protests, there's a very easy way to do that, and it's to show people some justice. And yeah. you're not doing that. You're the opposite. They arrested the guy who killed George Floyd, but they're not going to charge the other four officers who sat there and watched it happen. Yeah. So justice is not really being served. Yeah, which is accessory to a murder. If anybody else did that, it would be accessory, um, which they don't get. And, I mean, honestly, even if the four of them got fucking arrested, I wouldn't care. I want 
all these. I want retroactive action on these. Everybody who, yeah. who if anybody who fucking beat the shit out of Rodney King is still alive, I want all them fucking thrown, thrown away. Like I want, I want this shit done. Like they have, there, there needs to be real police reform. Like you've got to get because top the type of people who end up wanting to be police officers and the people who get in, the people who support each other are just not the kind of people who really want to uphold justice in America. So you have to do wide-sweeping reforms. I don't think that we can just abolish the police just yet. That, that won't work just yet. I think eventually we should be able to try to live in a place where we don't have to be policed all the time and have a much smaller, you know, general policing force. But as of right now, we gotta, we just, we just have to fix it. We gotta make people, make people aware and make people better. Like, it, if this happened once or twice in the 90s and we were, and then we cracked out on it, Maybe we maybe we let it, maybe we just let, let it die. But no, this has been going on for I mean, I mean since colonial times. If you want to really get down to it, yeah. and it's got to be stopped. And the only way I think to do it is retroactive justice and reform. Absolutely. Ugh. You you won't win back the, the the trust of the community until you put these people. Away for what it did, yeah. And and you don't need to do, you people. don't ha- need to have a trial. We saw it on video. Yeah. We saw yeah, him kill yeah. a man, and we saw four guys watching. That's that's the trial. It's done. Yeah. They want to put him up by the way for third degree murder. Third degree. Third degree. My God! So he'll get out. I mean, probably good behavior in like five years. Yeah, pretty much. Bullshit, man. But the good news is, if things continue going the way they are. There won't be a prison for to get out of because we'll probably not have prisons anymore. Yeah, there probably not. Be there won't be a lot of establishments anymore and yeah. buildings and places. We said it back when coronavirus started that this shit was going to get fucking crazy, and this is a left turn in that saga. People keep yeah, talking oh. about how like 2020 is the craziest year, and it has not disappointed. It really has. It, like it nonstop. has been a complete thrill ride. There was like a couple of weeks. After pandemic started, where we kind of all got lulled into this sense of security, and it has just taken a hard left. It's gonna zig and zag, maybe until December. Mm. Uh. All right, so guys, I I have seen some tweets. Okay. Where protesters convince the police to like talk with them, kneel with them, and stuff, and apparently an hour later. The police are just like, all right, back to business as usual. Yeah. Continue to brutalize people. So what's happening is they're like, agree. They're like, oh yeah, this is we're all one people. They kneel down. They get a bunch of pictures taken, and then when the cameras go away, they just go right back and they start macing everybody. So, you know, right. fucking Jim and Sally who are sitting at home looking watching the news, they're like, oh everything's everything's all right. It's good. Turn the TV right. off. And that's it. And then they don't realize what's actually happening right after. Yeah, and honestly, like this this completely invalidates the 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 good cop theory that always comes around in this kind of situation. Like, oh, not not all cops are bad. You're gonna you're gonna blame all these police for what one cop did? And it's like you guys said, it took four police officers to watch this man die. So yeah. Any police officer who didn't do anything is a fucking bad cop. Yeah, because so as by I that mentioned, logic, there are no more good cops. As I mentioned earlier, there are, there are two big things I think that lead to mistrust of cops and why you know the sentiment of all cops is bad. One 
is the type of person who becomes a cop is not always the type of person you want dealing out or having justice in their hands, which isn't necessarily anybody's fault at this time. We just need, we need to reform that. And then second is that even if you are a well-meaning person and you, for some reason you become a cop, you have to support all the other cops. You don't have an option. If you don't, you get blacklisted and they can do whatever they want to you. Yeah, and they so, fucking fire you. Exactly. Like they'll fire you. They'll strip all your credibility away from you, make you unhirable in any other job, and that's all you have to do. So even even if you want to take action, you're not even allowed to. So it's it's it, there's those kind of things keep the system running and they keep it, you know, doling out injustice all the time. Yeah, it's uh it's buy-in is what it is. It's like the same as how all the billionaires fuck children. Because they know that if any one of them breaks rank, they'll be able to destroy him and say, hey, you fuck children too. Yeah. Uh, it's like cops, the same way. You, they take you out and they make you do something detestable or just generally participating in being a cop long enough. If you say anything, they'll be like, well, you did it too. Yeah, exactly. So you're mm. not fucking free of it. And I don't know, man. Like, it's just like, what are you going to do? You know, it's. I think the entire, the entire profession of policing needs to be uprooted and changed. Like, you'll see what Joe Biden's idea is here. No. He's like, we, should just, we should just shoot people in the legs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, goody. He's like, just don't. Hey, guys, I got a great idea. No more, no more killing people. And then everyone's like, yes, Joe, that's great. No more killing. Instead, just severely immobilize them, possibly for months or years, by shooting them in the femur. That's all you need to do. Wow. It's easy. Also, for some, for someone who's had their femur broken, no, that's not simple at all. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> you will have a huge medical bill, and especially now, you probably well, won't whoa, be whoa, able whoa, to that's it. not important. Come on, medical bills. Yeah. Who has who has to pay those? I'm Joe Biden. I don't I don't know what healthcare is. Oh, God all my stuff's paid for. It's as someone who's lost a foot. There's also a big fucking artery in your leg that a bullet can tear through, and you will bleed to death. Yeah, that can <laughs> can kill you. Like it's not better to shoot someone. He's like Joe Biden's like you can shoot him a little bit. Yeah, exactly. A little bit of shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give you just a little Jesus. and behave. Don't do more than that. But um, here's the reason why this, these protests are not going to go away. Because here's the thing: they're not fizzling out. They've been getting more intense every single night. Yeah. And I'll tell you why: there is no answer to this problem. They, there's no quick fix. Yeah. There's no easy solution. There's no. There's no band-aid. My word. Yeah, I was going to say a magic bullet, that's better. Yeah. There's no way to fix it because, if, okay, let's, let's, let's take Joe Biden's theoretical you know, situation here where someone's charging at a cop with a knife. And he's like, and Trump would say, shoot him in the face. And Joe Biden would say, shoot him in the leg. The real answer is not to decide whether or not the cop, what part of the body should the cop shoot you in. If, if he was a goddamn 1930s Batman and could shoot the bullet, the, the knife out of your hand, that's not the answer. The answer is to build a society where this person is not charging at a police officer yeah. with a knife and the cop has a gun to kill them. And, but no one wants to do that. So we have these. Yeah. We have these problems. It's, <clears throat> exactly. It's not, it's not something we can just be like, all right, we're going to fix it right now. But it is fixable. But those those solutions aren't fast enough. They're not cost effective enough, and they're not capitalist enough. And so mm. people have to take them. And the the thing that I love so much, and this happened, the same thing happened with the pandemic, and it didn't make any sense there either. But the one thing I love is corporate responses. I love when these <laughs> big old corporations just be like, you know what? 
enough is enough. We have to speak our minds. And they come out, you know, in support of, um, you know, Black Lives Matter, which, once again, I mean, they should just matter. You shouldn't have to be like, oh, oh yeah, they matter. But here's the thing. The, the best one. So there's been so many. Every company ever has put a tweet or an Instagram post or whatever being like, this injustice has gone too far. Black Lives Matter. Well, the best one comes from Marcus's former employer, Amazon. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and just reading these words, knowing what Amazon is and who runs it, are just incredible. The inequitable and brutal treatment of black people in our country must stop. Period. Together we stand in solidarity with the black community, our employers, customers, and partners in the fight against systemic racism and injustice. And okay, Amazon, alright, you know what? You stand with everybody, You're, you, you want to fight against systemic racism and injustice. How? How are you doing it? What, what, what are you doing, Amazon, to help us out? Oh, they're collecting all the money from all the orders people are making Exactly. Now. Um, and it's the thing that but, goes with all these corporate responses is that they are fucking empty. They can't. They but put if that stuff. black guy happens to be standing outside your fucking distribution center asking for you know a union and healthcare, fuck him, right? That's that's exactly. where you draw the line. Yeah, and it goes yeah. to show like these corporations and like celebrities and all these like famous people, all of all kinds, musicians, everything. They're all coming out in support of this, which is you know, be, but which is good, obviously, but. The thing, the thing is, it's only because now it's the popular thing to do. If in the fucking yeah. 90s you were against the police because of what they did to Rodney King, you were blacklisted. You could not talk about what, what happened there unless you were at the peak, peak, peak of stardom. And even then you lost some credibility. Even in the 2000s, you could, in the 2000s you couldn't be anti-war. You couldn't be against George Bush and the uh, Iraq War. You'd be fucking kicked out of everything. And none of, the, none of those motherfuckers talked about it. Except a select few, of course, who were maybe still around. Some got completely tanked. And now, today, since it's all of a sudden cool to not be racist, they're like, oh yeah, now we're all in support of it. It's, uh, it's, uh, even though, I mean, starting with, we're well, not starting with, but like Trayvon Martin all the way forward. Through Tamir Rice, uh, Eric Garner. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. I mean, you can't, uh, we can't even, Philando Castillo. We can't say all the names because there's been so many. For all that, it has not been cool to say this, but now apparently it is the right move, and it just goes to show how fake a lot of this stuff is. Like corporations, PR, PR is something that we need to have removed from society, because mm-hmm. even if you are like, let's say you're you're the the owner of something, and you're like actually a cool person, you want to help out, you you support all this stuff. Before you can make a statement, it has to go through your PR department, and then it just sounds like, like what everyone else is saying. And as soon as I read something and I, I see the PR in it, I'm like, okay, well, this just sucks. Like, when are we, like, the fact that we don't have something just unfiltered from one point of view, from someone's perspective, who, like, we're putting our trust into for whatever reason, it's over for me. Like, I just, I th- PR has, especially in the last 10 years, has just ruined all, like, public statements and apologies and anything. So, and especially right now, we're seeing so much PR-approved bullshit, and it is disgusting. I mean, to think about how violently insane this country was in the 2000s, what happened to the Dixie Chicks? Done. Remember that? They were, what a, happened to them? They were a country yeah. music artists who were like, you know what, maybe 
the Iraq War isn't that cool, guys. And they had any hits since then? They disappeared. Mm. They were out like a light. Like fucking Thanos snapped him out of existence. Exactly. He was he snapped. He was like the only thing I want gone is the Dixie Chicks. Okay. <laughs> and there, and then the Black Panther's like, "Who's the Dixie Chicks?" And he's like, "Don't worry about it." And he snaps. <laughs> <laughs> and they showed up recently, two years ago. Like, oh wait, they're still alive. They've been doing music this entire time, but no one's heard of them because yep. they just got rejected. I mean, you're sure right, Seth. You were absolutely right that that PR has turned to like. Did y'all see GameStop's tweet? Game no. Was it GameStop oh. or GameSpot that did this? I can't remember. Oh, that's a good question, actually. I don't know. I think it was GameSpot. Oh, GameSpot. Yes, okay. the journalism right. website. <laughs> but did you see what they said? Yeah, they were like, we're for they're like for for the next nine minutes, we're gonna stop posting on social media in solidarity with George Floyd. Wow. How much were you posting before? Yeah, oh, nine minutes is like a lot for you. How many like articles is... can you even write about the Final Fantasy VII remake at this point? I honestly don't know. It's just, it's wild, man. And, I mean, I've seen stuff like, oh, fucking, the biggest hypocrites of all are Nextdoor.com, who are like, we stand with the protesters. Oh, yeah, that's the one where you can, like, spy on your neighbors and stuff, right? Yes. And report things you say in your community. Nothing in the, on the internet, I'm pretty sure, aside from probably fucking, I don't know, the deepest recesses of white supremacist Twitter has caused more, a greater uh, uh, expansion of paranoia and racial discontent in this country than nextdoorfucking.com. Yeah, so the thing about Nextdoor that is hilarious but terrifying is it, it, like, it takes that one guy who is in, like, every apartment complex who is an asshole and tries to talk to everybody and makes a big fuss about everything, and it can turn everyone into that by making, giving you an app where you can just say whatever you want. And my community, the apartment complex I live in, actually has it, and, like, you can sign up for it, and I haven't, because I'm not even gonna touch that shit, because it sounds terrifying. And, yeah, and, it, and the, the less people who use it, the less voices we hear of... of causing random paranoia in, in communities. But yeah, when I first heard of the app, I was like, this sounds fucking awful. The type of people who are going to post on that app are not the kind of people you want to get information from. And you're talking about Amazon. Amazon, you know, they bought that company Ring, right? Yes. The one that lets, uh, is a video does doorbell. like the security cameras and all that shit, yeah. They partnered with 200 police stations or police departments across the country to provide video data to them. So basically using our the ring systems in our people's households um, to give the police what should be private information. Yeah. Which they've probably ensured their users of in some end-user licensing agreement, but has had fine print on it that's like, oh, but, you know, if we have to, it's ours. And it turns out the ring system is always like recording anyways so anybody that passes by on the street it's watching them yeah and they'll they'll just get out to the cops and, and help them you know oppress people basically but what if this backfires on them because it turns into the ring from the movie <laughs> and then the long-haired girl goes and kills jeff bezos now we're talking now we're getting somewhere i'm just saying it Speaking can happen of Speaking of, of Jeff Bezos, or more specifically Elon Musk, uh, or billionaire, Ugh. you saw that NASA launched that whatever dragon or whatever rocket the into space, right? SpaceX thing, yes. 
And everybody creamed their fucking jeans over it. Yeah, people were like, this is the most historic day in American history, and I'm glad I'm here to watch it. And I have one of those people. Good job on doing what a bunch of pencil neck nerds did 50 fucking years ago. Yeah, I mean... With a fucking abacus! I hate to break it to you, but it's not that impressive anymore. (laughs) Um, What would be impressive is if we were using it for something. But we're not. We're using it to show off that we can do it. Which, once again, mm-hmm. we did 1969. We went to the fucking moon back then. And where is this thing even? It's just going to the International Space Station, right? Yeah. Who cares? There's people already up there. We were already doing it. The Russians have been doing it for decades. Yeah, they just kept us. doing it. They didn't stop. It's just... And using the exact same system. Oh, oh, they're like, oh, but wait. The initial stage of the rocket can land back on the ground again. Fantastic! Great! You did yeah. one thing! Um, and then the first day, I mean, it got canceled because of weather, and then something blew up, right? Like, An experimental rocket yeah, blew experimental up. experimental rocket blew up, and then finally they got it done, and I'm just like, and people were like, oh, watch the live stream, I gotta, I gotta watch this moment, and I'm like, I don't give a shit. And I, no. I love space exploration, I think it's a cool idea, I think we should be doing more of it, but I, I could not give any shits about what Elon Musk is doing with it. I don't give a fuck what private companies are trying to do to space. We should not be letting private companies do anything with space. The, that the, the idea of the market capitalism society is mired here on the ground. Let's keep it terrestrial and let's save space for everybody. Yeah. That should be a public space, literally. Yeah, and then also this should be public space as well. Yeah, we need to get rid of them. But I'm just saying, like, I, I don't want private companies going into space and like now they're the ones that are trying to push forward the boundaries of human civilization because fuck that space should not be for profit nothing should be for profit like you said but we can at least keep those the motherfuckers on the ground with us yeah and deal with them here and there's something that he said when the when the country's devolving into fucking madness righteous don't be wrong it sounds bad but i'm loving it personally it's great I hate people are getting hurt, but this needs to happen. But there's a symbolism there as a billionaire launches a rocket with the assistance of the government while in the streets people are clashing with the police. There's a, there's yeah. a symbolism there for sure. It's literally, you know, top to bottom how different things are. It really feels like we are living in the last sentence of a history textbook in a section titled Causes. Yeah, le- leading up to. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. We're on, it's like, we're on, we're on, like a timeline, and we're on the, the first section of it right now. <laughs> they're like, all right, here's where shit went crazy, and yeah. then here's what happens. Yeah. And <laughs> they're right there. Oh, and they're like, and also books don't exist anymore. What are you reading? We don't have we don't have books. That's all. It's, it's all in our heads right now. We can't print stuff. Yeah. We don't have the capability. It's the Matrix. You just shove a little needle into your brain. And you know kung fu. You know? Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh God, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> That's the that's the living in the year uh, thirty twenty right there type shit. Exactly. I wish I was on the Matrix. But uh, uh, God, it'll be preferable to this. Oh, yeah, in a lot of cases. Interesting thing. Y'all remember the Matrix movie? The first Matrix, or was it the second one? Whichever one, where they talk about Agent Smith talks about how they tried to make the Matrix a utopia at first for humans, mm-hmm. right? right? But the brain couldn't accept it, which I think is weird, but whatever. Yeah. So they were like, instead, we made it the exact same as your. The pinnacle of your society. And the Matrix is made in the 90s, so to them, the pinnacle of society was the 90s. Yeah. It's like, you see all that 90s-ass shit. And it's crazy to think that the Matrix was right. That was the pinnacle of our society, because 9-11 began the downward slope that destroyed everything. Yeah. Mm. 
It's like after 9-11-2001, our society has been on a constant fucking trajectory downwards. Yep. Mentioning the Matrix made me think about last week when we talked about people fact-checking Lana Wachowski, <laughs> or Lily, I can't remember, I think it was Lily Wachowski, um, Lily, on Twitter. Yeah. But this week we hit a fucking peak where somebody decided to fact-check Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, grandson or grandson? Granddaughter. Granddaughter. Or grandson. Grandson, grandson, yes. Where he was like, you know, he's like, my granddad, you know, he, he thought that these kind of protests were a good way to actually create change. And, you know, that's why I stand with the protesters or whatever. And this lady was like, yeah, I, I, I like you and all, but I'm pretty sure your grandfather would not stand for this. And I'm like, bitch, are you trying to <laughs> fact check his grandson about Martin Luther King Jr.'s a stance on protests? Oh, God. She's like, your, your, grand, your grandfather was a, a peaceful and well-spoken man. And I'm like, bitch, what are you talking about? Right. He loved protests. And I love how people are like, hey, hey, Martin Luther King wouldn't have wanted this. He's like, no, no, this is exactly the kind of shit. Martin Luther King Jr. lived in fucking 2020, he would want more than this. And they treated him like shit. Yeah. And and I hate it when people are like, oh, he he didn't die for this. I was like, no, he was fucking assassinated. Yeah, he was murdered by the FBI. (laughs) Right? (laughs) How convenient for them to forget. That scene for the Boondocks where Riley's on that, ga- that talk show and the white dude's like, "Well, I think Martha and Jr." and then Riley just hits him with a fucking ball. <laughs> <in the air. laughs> exactly. Uh, MLK uh, got more radical as his life went on. Like he yeah, saw, which is why he was those, murdered. And all those fucking videos, or sorry, those videos, those pictures we see today of black people in the street being hit with water cannons and the dogs attacking them. Every single time, the police started it. The police got violent first, just like today. Just like today. And in those times, when those events happened, on the news, what did they say? The protesters started it. The rioters were responsible. They never told the truth, just like today they're not telling the fucking truth. So don't understand that. The the protesters are not starting shit. Again, the cops are starting this. And you know why? Because cops are the problem here. They are the ones who are on trial. This is about them. This is existential to police officers. They're the ones who fucking... This is a, this is about them. This is not any other kind of thing. It's like the economy's bad, yes. The pandemic is fucking fucking us up, yes. But right now, we are talking about cops killing people. They're murdering black people. They're attacking black people. And it has to end. And mm-hmm. it's, that's why they're so defensive right now. Yeah, they don't know They they don't know what to do. They've been batted into a corner, and, and this is what they've been doing for years, centuries, basically. Policing has been doing this. And, I mean, they don't have an answer. Like we talked about, this isn't a simple solution. They don't have something to do. They're, the whole system they're a part of doesn't support this kind of change or doing anything about it. So what do they do? They aggress. They do the only thing they know how to do. Did you see that one cop who broke down and started crying? No. no what, oh, did they actually tear gas him? No, literally, <laughs> he, he actually did have an emotional breakdown, I guess, on the on the line, and you could tell it was real because they started re yelling at him, the other cops, and one dude came along and pulled his ass off the line and took away his club and told him to go home and gave it to another guy, took his place. Wow, I did see mm-hmm. that. Some, I saw that in Flint, yeah. Michigan. The the sheriff or the chief of police or whatever late just laid down his arms and was like, "What what can I do? Because this is this is getting ridiculous." Um, but of course, people in Flint, Michigan, have a lot of reasons to be upset. So they're probably yeah. <laughs> even their police are probably like, "This is getting old." Yeah, it, it, it's just like 
there are some cops. There are some cops on, on, on the lines here we're seeing that, that are breaking. Some people are quitting. Some folks are not showing up. It's happening. But it's it's one or two. It's isolated incidents. Yeah. It is not mass defections. To the, and thing is, the best thing you can do is quit. There, yeah. There's no, oh, let me try and fix this from the inside. There's none of that. That's over. You could have done that 100 years ago, but nobody did it. And guess what? We're here now. So yeah. you have to quit. The system has to be destroyed so it can be built back better. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, man. No reform will help. But and in fact that... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, but um, it sounds like... Because we haven't gotten to this yet, but it sounds like... Our... Oh, real quick side oh, note go ahead, go before ahead. we go into that. That barbecue guy I just saw, the, the, the order that shot, he was killed. Turns out none of the four officers involved had their body cameras on. Oh, wow. Oh. What a, whoa, why didn't they do that? That's a crazy coincidence. The chief of police has been fired from his job because of this. But, oh, don't, don't, for you too impressed, he was retiring on July 1st anyways. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. So just early retirement, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks like our commander-in-chief, our president, Donald Trump, is he what the exact term he has used is he's declared himself the law and order president and that basically he he's he's using the language that could be caused to start a, like a civil war almost on the streets hmm. and it is not surprising at all <laughs> weirdly in 2020 that Donald Trump might be starting a civil war but what else can we do? I watched his speech right before we went on here. The, today, by the way, for everybody out there, is June 1st, 2020, for the historical record. And Trump oh, yeah. literally gave a speech just a minute ago before we started saying that he is going to strongly encourage the governors of the states to send in the National Guard and break up the protests. And if they don't, he will send in the military. And then he is sending in the military tonight to Washington, D.C. And they are declaring... Antifa, uh, a terrorist organization. Wow. So when are, when are we going to start giving them uh, amu- ammunition and uh, funding? <laughs> well, there's one problem. is that Antifa is not an organization. There is no centralized anything. There are no leaders of Antifa. It yeah. just coalesces. So really what they're going to do is start throwing people into fucking jail for whatever they want. Yeah, they'll slap a Antifa shirt on them. Oh, this guy's wearing a shirt that says, I'm part of Antifa. Of course he's, mm. he's there. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's strange. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. If you're going to send in the National Guard, then the military, just go to the military. What's the National Guard going to do? <laughs> they're basically a bunch of guys with swords. Like, they're not going to do shit. Well, so far, the National Guard's been out and they have not been given ammunition. Uh, they're just there to look intimidating. And there actually was, this is a real thing. There was an inter- there were like a, a series of anonymous interviews done with uh, National Guard members today that I saw. And they're saying, we're scared. We're afraid because we don't want to kill anybody. And we're afraid that we might hurt someone because we are not peacekeepers. We are not riot cops. We are soldiers. And our job is to, to kill people. And if you send us out there, someone could get killed. And could we be responsible for that? Would we be liable? And a lot of folks just say, I mean, there's a question, right? If they give the order to open fire on civilians, do you think they'll shoot? I mean, I would hope not. Yeah. Like... This is their home, the the place they're protecting. Yeah. Air quotes. I, mean, I think there's gonna be an awkward moment where like, like let's say there's a hundred guys, like two of them are gonna start shooting, and the other guys are gonna be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And it's gonna be like, kind of, kind of show you where people lie. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just 
I mean, I know we talk about how, like, people are bad. There's so much, like, racism and stuff like that. But I just don't know if enough people who are in the National Guard are really going to be like, yeah, I'm going to just start murdering people, like, right here. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I don't. I don't think that's how they think. I hope. I really, really hope not. I, I don't think that's right. the kind of people that, that there are out there. Uh, th- if there's they do respond of. that way, it's it's only going to make the situation worse. Yeah, just going to show how we're in a military state. I mean, oh, for sure. Well, the thing is, is like it doesn't matter what happens after the order is given. Once the order to shoot on civilians is given, it doesn't matter if they shoot or if they don't shoot. That the world has broken at that point. Yeah. One way or the other, shit has gone off the fucking rails in a, a major way. And I can't say what would happen with either outcome. I don't know what the fuck would happen next. Shooting, yeah. not shooting, who knows? It's impossible. Uh, oh. Answer fucking unclear. And, and like, uh, if it isn't bad enough, like, <laughs> like, basically, the entire nation is being strained because of the coronavirus. Yeah, so. I mean, and they're talking about like why, how, oh, how are people like out protesting all the time? It's like, have you seen unemployment? Fuck. I mean, what else do people have to do right now? I mean, if you're 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 unemployed in the little pandemic that we're not taking care of, you see all this injustice happening. What else are you supposed to fucking do? Like, you're not. You can't go to work. You can't take yeah. your mind off this shit. It's what you're thinking about. I mean, and, of course and people you, are protesting. If you go looting, you can at least get some food or some money or something. Yeah, I mean, I, I was—I mean, I was sure that within a month we would be having protests because of unemployment. I mean, if 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 this shit didn't happen, I think people would still be rioting eventually. Yeah, because I'm wondering when we're going to start rioting to against the landlords. Because yeah, because I mean, apparently, like once again, something that we we've talked about a little bit is that we've kind of decided that we're just over—we're just done with the pandemic. There's no evidence that we have solved it or even treated it very well or cured it or anything. It's just like, we're tired. As Americans, we are tired of this shit. We're just going to go back to work, running over whatever. And that's, it's like, okay, well, that's well and good. We, we were told that whenever this pandemic is over, whenever we're over it, whether it's over naturally or whatever, that the job market is going to bounce back. That shit hasn't happened. All of a sudden, there's people who are going back to office. There's people who are like ramping up and everything. And people still are getting unemployed. Unemployment filings are still coming in, like very often. So we're not bouncing back from that. We've got this stuff. We've we've got this racial injustice stuff going on. I mean, we're we no matter what, we are hitting a boiling point. And whether the people higher up want to want to admit it or not, there's way more of us. And that's why they're trying to send in the military, send in the national guard, and do this because. They can't take. They can't take us. There's so many more, and yeah, I just, I just think that no matter what, by the, by the end of this summer, we were going to hit some kind of boiling point, and we've kind of hit it early. And let it be known that Congress has already said they're not doing shit to fix this. There's not going to be other stimulus. There will be no more checks. There will be no more help for people. We are out for the month of June, and when July rolls around, in the middle of July. The $600 a week for unemployment people are getting for the Bernie uh, uh, amendment is gone. And they will not they will not bring it back. And that's when evictions start up again. That's when bills aren't getting paid again. And they are refusing to do anything. And when that happens, you will have millions more people who have no money and probably no place to live yeah. and nothing to fucking lose. We'll have, you'll have unemployed homeless people with a fucking million chips on their shoulder. 
And I mean, if you're if you're trying to to run a capitalist society, those are things that are gonna really really run you to the ground quick. Because if if anything keeps capitalism alive, it is keeping people docile. And when enough people aren't docile, you're gonna have a fucking problem. Bread and circuses, man. Bread and circuses. Exactly. The circuses are gone for now. People are upset about the circuses. Bread is gone for a lot of people, and it's gonna be gone for a lot more soon. So. And it's just like, the answer to this problem is so fucking simple. We've done it throughout history so many times. When you have a massive group of unemployed people who are not invested in the system, you create a public works project and you give them jobs and money. You isolate it somewhere far away from the urban centers. They send money back to their communities and you revitalize the economy. We've done it before. The New Deal. It works. Yeah. Yes. But mm. we're not going to do that because it wouldn't help profits this time. We're too stupid to do that. And we had, listen, I hate to say this, but we had it. You had your chance. You had Bernie fucking Sanders running for president. He had the peaceful, democratic way to have this fucking change. And you rejected him. So now we do it the hard way. I'm sorry. This is the way it is. Yeah. And they're like, some people are saying that, oh, they're, they're going to trot Bernie out in a month or two and have him say, like, oh, they're going to give him Joe Biden's spot on the ticket. First of all, that'll never fucking happen. They will kill themselves in the street before that happen. But even if they did, fuck Bernie Sanders and fuck his peaceful fucking solution. He had his chance. It's over. That time has passed. Wow. He's out here endorsing fucking Joe Biden. AOC's out here endorsing Joe Biden. Ilhan Omar is telling people that the people who are burning down stuff are outside agitators. They had their fucking chance. It's over. Electoralism is dead to me. Fuck off. Oh, yeah. Electoralism has been dead for me the day that um, Bernie dropped out. Endorsements or not, that was when I was like, okay, electoral politics. We tried it. It failed. We gotta build something new because this shit sucks. And they rejected it. It's getting heated. Like, you want to talk about Martin Luther King Jr., the peaceful protests, they had their chance. Yeah. And they, they, they worked, but eventually every single one of them and turned violent. there was violent. only one person in the race who went to those riots, who went to those protests. Yeah. And I guess what? We spurned him. So we I did see a pretty great clip. In Ferguson, actually, uh, white people were forming a chain in front of the black protesters. These these white protesters yeah, yeah, were forming yeah, I saw a, this. a human chain. And there was a kid there, <laughs> a white kid, squeaky old voice, and he was quoting Malcolm X on how to be a good ally. <laughs> and I was like, something's happening. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, but it's happening. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I mean... You see more, and we talked about sword guy and bow guy and all this. And the, the crazy thing is, the more you look into the news and if you actually look for stuff, you find cr- just crazy shit is happening randomly, like all over the place. Mm-hmm. You'll just find some new thing that's been burnt down, or some new story about a you know a, a guy using a katana or something. And it's just like it's it's all happening. It's all happening all the time. And yeah, if you can't even keep up with it all, like I was telling, like we we post stuff to each other, like to to look at. I didn't know half the shit was happening because you just don't get to see it if you don't really look for it. And if you even if you just look look on regular news and stuff, you just don't see this shit. And it's just so crazy how much stuff is happening. And stuff's happening right now while we're talking. By the way, Trump referenced Sword Boy in his speech he just gave, where really? he said he died. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. Or do we? He he's just... not. He's not dead. He is very much alive. But Trump's repeating a lie. Oh, okay. as he usually does. Yeah. Well, let's not say he's very much alive. He is. He's fucked up. Yeah. Well, 
He can still tweet, so he's not, that's not too fucking bad off. Mm, maybe he has one of those um, Stephen Hawking machines. But, I mean, I, I just feel I feel like you're you're right, and we are approaching... Uh, there was somebody who made a tweet, basically saying, if we, if we hit 30 million unemployment, and trust in the electoral process keeps going down, America will rapidly enter what historians call the cool zone. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Welcome to the cool zone, baby, we're here. Woo! This is shit is happening at a, a faster rate than yeah. you could ever imagine. Yeah, much faster. People are rising up in the streets, and the cops are losing in some cases. The cops are winning in others. I don't know what will happen, but it's just unprecedented. We are living through some crazy ass times, y'all. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's popped off much more quickly than I thought it would. And uh, like I said, I don't really know what it was about this exact one i guess i mean it has me because it's stemming from pandemic and unemployment and because people just are finally like maybe finally had enough of it but i'm glad something's happening because in the past anytime anytime we had some kind of big protest like in um ferguson they've all been very contained it's been like okay people in ferguson protest for you know four to five days maybe a week and the police break it up and they all have to go home and then the next day starts um but no we we it's been very successful in getting protests happening in all kinds of places really big big population centers and they keep happening they keep going on oh they're, they're still out there so it's it's very impressive that we, we've kept it up and that we haven't um caved in like we have in past protests there was a congresswoman who said that this is right out of the russian playbook of course <clears throat> they think russia is doing this I mean, yeah, if if Russia turned our cops racist hundreds of years ago, then you know what? You had a great fucking, your plan really fucking worked out, Russia. You really, really, really got the nail on the head for that one. Czar Nicholas! Yeah, but in real life, cops have just always been racist. I mean, it's just how it is. But the thing is, is even back, we we keep going back to this, we we have to, when Martin Luther King Jr. was marching in the street, there were people saying, this is Russia, this is the Soviet Union, and communists are using black people's plight to stir up resentment, stir up racial discontent in America, to affect our political system. Don't make yourself so open to stirring up plight then. (laughs) You know? Right. It's your fucking fault. And the Soviets did troll us over this. But they had every right to. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, but they didn't do it. Russia's not training soldiers to send them to America to stir up trouble. That's not happening. Yeah, like, if I have a and there's, bruise there's, on my chest, and I get into a fist fight, and the guy knows about it, and he keeps punching me there, it's not It's not my fault. It's not his fault. I let him know I had a weakness. What do yeah. you, I mean, he's just doing what you're supposed to do in a fight. They, and the politicians keep saying that these are outside agitators. They're people coming in from other parts of the country. Like, in Minneapolis, on night three, they were like, oh yeah, 80% of the folks who were arrested yesterday were from out of state. Turns out that was a fucking lie. Only five people were not also, from Minneapolis. Also, it doesn't matter. Wow. That means those people were angry too. It doesn't <laughs> matter what state they were from. Oh, the current the current line is that white anarchists and white supremacists have formed a, u- a unity and are working together to just to like hurt black people by taking control of the protests. Oh wow! They're the ones setting the fires. They're the ones rioting and looting. And the crazy part is, they're like, oh, they're alpha agitators, right? Every city in America is having riots. Where are they coming from? Yeah, like, what do you mean outside agitator? They're still in America. <laughs> they're still Americans. No matter what, it doesn't matter. It's just so crazy. They don't, they don't want to admit there's a problem. They don't even want to. They can't even see it. They're so blind. Yeah. 
They have no idea. They know it's coming. Up. They don't. They, they don't know what's coming. They have and they they and they have a way to save themselves. There's a, they could press a button. They could give people money. They could give people jobs. They could get them. They could get them to work and get them to be de, de- radicalized. But they won't do that. Yeah, and that's why they'll fuck. That's why they'll die. It'll, it'll hurt fail. their profits, man. What what do you but say? Once again. They also don't understand that if people don't have jobs, that is also going to hurt your profits. Yeah. <laughs> and there's 20 million unemployed people. Who is going to buy stuff from Costco and fucking Amazon? Who will have the money? Who, if, if people don't have jobs to pay rent, how are the, the landlords going to pay their property taxes? I mean, does no one understand how it works? They're too stupid at this point. They're they, they're too obsessed with the short term gains. They can't see the long term problems. Yeah. It's like global warming. Oh yeah, that's that's an even bigger issue. Oh. Which once again, when that shit like we had a pandemic, which I mean, opened some people's eyes <laughs> to what's going on, but then when global warming really starts hitting us and like and climate change, it's done. screwed. There's 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 <laughs> no fucking coming back from that. You don't you don't get a redo button on that one. Hope you guys are ready to move to Canada. <laughs> Well, it's like Cong- Senator Tom Cotton today said that we need to send in the 82nd fucking Airborne Division to break up the rioters. How Live about, ammo. How about Tom Cotton is on the front lines? How about that? Yeah. And then Florida Congressman Matt Gatz says we need to declare Antifa terrorists so we can send in the troops to hunt them like terrorists in the Middle East. Newsflash, bitch! You lost both those wars! They won! <laughs> Isn't that guy, what's his name, Matt Gates? Gats, Gates, is it Gats, Isn't he like the worst person ever? <laughs> He's a guy who jokingly wore a gas mask to Congress about the, about the uh, coronavirus. Stuff. Every time I hear something about that guy, it's always like the worst thing ever. And I'm like, this guy, who does, who votes for this man? He's a massive dipshit. And I just want to <laughs> say that these soldiers that you're fucking saying are so great. The ones who are going to stop the rioters and, and, and make the looting quit. They lost to fucking Afghani farmers with AKs from the fucking Soviet era. They can't accomplish shit. America is donezo. Yeah. I got mm. heated there. That's I mean, hey. Like before, Smith, I, I, I doubted. <laughs> I doubted the downward spiral of America that you predicted, but here we are and shit. Yeah, there have been so many naysayers, but... We're seeing it happen. Yeah. And the thing is, I hate to say it, but selfishly, a deep part of me wishes this wasn't happening. I wish things could be normal, so I don't have to worry about this shit. But a bigger part of me is excited about it. But I do, I do, I do wish that we could live a normal time. So we don't. So embrace it. Embrace the fucking chaos. No. I mean, mo- most of mine, and I guess, yeah, most of your lives too have been, you know, shit hasn't been good. Post 9-11, I mean... Has basically says I've been fucking cognizant. It's been shit has been bad, so yeah. Why not make it a little bit worse? And they keep they, they want to talk about oh property damage, right? But we're millennials. We don't own any fucking yeah, I don't property. Own shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. We are renting and spending every last cent on just staying alive. Exactly. What am I gonna lose? My fucking PlayStation Four? Oh fuck! I don't care. <laughs> Like, if we can solve racism, and I lose my PS4? <laughs> what if that was coming on? What if they drafted a bill, and they were like, guys, we have, we've actually solved racism. But the only thing is, <laughs> no one can play PlayStation or Xbox ever again. We have, we're taking everything. Hey, hey, we'll have Switch, man. We'll have we'll yeah, Switch and PC games are all you have left. Bring it, I'll Dylan. take it. Signed. Yeah, I don't even play consoles anymore, so I can give mine away right now. It's just like, 
Because the, the way they get you to buy in as a kid to not be radical anymore is you get a job, a good job that you know can support your family. You get a house, you get married, you suddenly have children. Yeah, but that We're doesn't not exist doing anymore. That. <laughs> so there's nothing to keep us... Like, you look at the protesters, I don't know if you're watching the streams or not. We're talking about literal teenagers. No one older than, like, 20 years old is out there right now. Or, 20, or 30 years old is out there. They got nothing to lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're just... Why not protest? What, what's going on in your life? You know, what do you have? You got nothing. And their refusal to give us a piece of the pie, like our parents and grandparents and great-grandparents got, is what will cause this shit to happen. And we're living in the downfall of the American empire. So just, hey, like a roller coaster, baby. Grip that fucking bar and just yeah, have a good time. approaching <laughs> right before the drop. And the drop is the best part. You may not think it is when you look at it <laughs> and when you're on it, but the drop is the best part. Oh, man. It's like a, it's like a Skrillex. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my so god! What, 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 what year is it? Two thousand and eleven? It might be, dude. Remember how naive you were in two thousand eleven? Remember how nice things were? Yeah, we were like, it's just, <laughs> this shit's popping. I'm happy. I'm, fucking, I'm listening to Skrillex. Fucking uh, like one of the Harry Potter movies just came out. I'm good. J.K. Rowling's yeah. cool. I love her. Like you know, yeah. like you know she wrote this whole book on a napkin. Yeah, yeah. You know that she's like not transphobic or racist at all. That's awesome. <laughs> Man, Barack's president is gonna fix shit. It's gonna be exactly. great. Give yes. him some time. Give him some time. Uh, <laughs> nope. Anyways. Uh, oh shit! Is that an episode? Y'all? That's an episode. That's a fucking episode. We might have to, I hate to say it, we might have to break our, our, our tradition and do another one because of how fast things are happening. Cause yeah, we'll see. It's hard to keep up with how, how many things are happening so fast. Yeah. Yeah. The crumble of America. Because when we last talked, Seth, things were relatively normal. Yeah, it was pretty peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Corona. Hey, whatever. Let's talk about movies for a little while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's all watch a fucking, what's his name? Jack Ryan. Oh my yes, god. Yes, we can do some more Jack Ryan. The hero we need. Jack <laughs> Ryan Season 3. Jack <laughs> Ryan versus Antifa. Yeah. Jack oh, Ryan on the front lines of the protest. <laughs> can you see Office Jim dressed up like a hipster, like a modern day, like skinny jeans wearing dude, trying to fit in with the front line protesters? Yeah, to get intel yeah. on them. <laughs> yeah, I'll cheat that key, handed all over here. Yeah. Oh, Anyways, geez. I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Letterboxd at Kanazeras, K-Y-N-A-Z-E-R-A-S. Um, and on Twitter at Lineal Seth. You're not on Letterboxd anymore? I said I just said Letterboxd. It's the first <laughs> oh, thing I said. Oh, okay. All right. All right. And uh, <laughs> Marcus, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And, and I also do the art for this podcast. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been in some of our episodes before, including movie reviews. Um, he has his own podcast on Southern Smackdown where they talk about wrestling and we're from the South. So if that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can uh, lead a horse to water, but you can't even get under it. Uh, fuck the cops. Indeed, fuck the police. We have stopped trying to solve our problems and are trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the only podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.